Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded live at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. All right, thank you for listening tonight. We're here at a special closed Mad Toast Live session with Marquise Hill's Black Tet.
Wow. Oh man, that was great. That was so dynamic. That's awesome. That yeah. I was gonna noticing actually. Well, this is just for the, those out in podcast land here or on the radio. We're joining Marquise Hill for the second in a two-part series here that we were doing, and uh, I noticed it during the last uh, the last episode of the last set. Uh, what really struck me, you guys are all well. I'm not surprised. You guys are all just phenomenal players, but you're so relaxed and so not uptight. Everybody's <laughs> just like, oh, you're just oozing. <laughs> but you, I'm still struck by you guys have never played together. This is the first time you guys are, as this particular ensemble, have recorded or performed together. Correct. Now, how is that as a dynamic? We're talking about that a little bit before the show about um, uh, in terms of dynamics, interplay, I mean, having playing music that maybe you're not as familiar with as, as, as music that you've been doing a lot. Yeah. Well, we had one rehearsal, um, which went pretty well. Um, but like we were t talking about earlier, <laughs> yeah. um, um, as a band leader, it's really it's, it's good to have an idea of the sound that you want to have um, as a band. Um, so when some of my band members couldn't make it, I knew exactly who to call so they can be a perfect fit you yeah. know, to give me the sound that I was looking for. Right, so it wasn't just a, you know, uh, a shot in the dark. You knew. Oh no, I knew exactly who very, I was going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and uh, I've also noticed, especially like the end of the last set, um, Devin Drobka really stretching out on the drums oh, for yeah. that intro and Alejandro he, he, earlier. He's good on, for that. <laughs> yeah, and so cool. as a composer, you are uh, really getting the dynamic, the full sound of this this ensemble. I mm -hmm. think exploring the different sounds and then bringing it back together yeah I, I try to do that because uh, each instrument has a its own unique thing about it so i try to write music that kind of emphasizes the uniqueness of each instrument yeah you know? yeah and that particular tune um i just let devin run away with it <laughs> yeah yeah there were some really cool things that you were doing devin there were times when you'd completely drop out and it was so musical the way you dropped out and the way you came back in that it was like you're doing what everybody else would do that, that usually as a drummer, I would think that some people would be like, what are you doing? And I'm going, you're playing musically. Yeah. <laughs> you know. we, we had a friend of ours, uh, Michael Miller was on the show last, uh, last week. He's from LA and we, he's been on the show before. And it was kind of interesting as a, as a singer songwriter to hear him do things like that where he would, uh, he'd be singing or playing along just as a soloist and he would just stop. And there'd be this huge space, and the first time it happened, you know, people start to applaud. <laughs> and then they realize he's up there going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he comes back in and finishes <laughs> the song, and then the next time he does that, he kind of, it was like he was like getting people used to this fact that, hey, there's going to be a lot of space here, yep. and this is part of the song, and he would just stop. And, and it brings people in, yeah. yeah. Actually, it and creates drama, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. And music should create drama. So yeah. when you yeah. leave space like that, it leaves the audience wanting more. You know, and yeah. it's yeah. creating that drama. What, what yeah. was that first tune that you just did? Oh, that was an original composition of mine entitled "Law and Order." Law and Order, okay. Law yeah, and that's order, on the yeah. website too. Isn't that's it? on the website. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, carry on. All right. Got a couple more. Yep. Several more.
Just let it breathe there. <laughs> Another beautiful tune. Is that an original? That's an original, yeah. yeah. What's That's that called? an original of mine entitled Slave Trade. Slave Trade. Is that yeah. on the website, too? Um, I don't... It's not. It's not okay. on the website. No. And, it will be, though. <laughs> okay. And I was wanted to ask you about that, too. Uh, for those just joining us on the, radio, on the radio or the podcast, uh, we are here tonight with Marquise Hill and the Black Tet. Um, MarquiseHill.com. M-A-R-Q-U-I-S-H-I-L-L. Correct, yeah. Any projects coming up, uh, uh, recording or? Um, I'm looking to record this summer. Um, okay. In the summer so I can release something next fall, hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, we're playing around Chicago a, a bunch. We have, um, we're playing tomorrow, actually, at uh, Phyllis's Musical Inn, starting at 8.30, Chicago. Okay. Uh, tomorrow. We're playing April 15th at the Velvet Lounge. Uh, that's also my birthday. 
So that's going to be a birthday. I think you have a birthday celebration concert. A um, couple things coming up in um, May and March. Okay. So just trying to keep busy, you know. Well, and that's all, and that's all on the website, too. It's all on the website, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. And if you, uh, you should definitely check out the first episode if you haven't. Um, other great tunes here. Uh, just a quick once around also who all the members in the band are. Yeah. Um, on uh, drums, Mr. Devin Drakba. Yeah. Um, holding it down on the bass, Mr. Aaron Darrell. On the guitar, Alejandro Urgazaska. On um, saxophone, Rob Haight and I'm Marquise Hill. All right. Right. What are some other projects, just to go, kind of go around, and uh, what are y'all, I imagine you're all just busy as hell on the Chicago scene or, or elsewhere. Uh, well, the rest of us are playing in a group called Marco Polo, I mean, uh, the three of us are, and we're going to be at the Green Mill, you already mentioned that though, right? I did. No, yeah. we're going to be at the Green Mill on the 17th of this month. Of April of 2010. April. Yeah, yeah, April 2010. I have my own trio. Uh, I play Sunday nights at the Bar on Buena, and I also uh, get to play with a very uh, legendary pianist named Jody Christian okay. in Chicago. Well, we play at Katarina's the second Monday, Katarina's in Chicago, Yeah. the second Monday of each month. And we're talking to Alejandro uh, Orzagaste on guitar. <laughs> and um, this Saturday, uh, I'm going to be leading a quintet, uh, the Devin Dropka Quintet at the Jazz Estate in Milwaukee in Marquise. Is going to be a part of that, as well as Aaron and uh, two other Milwaukee figures, Barry Vellman on piano and Dave Vellman on alto okay. sax. So. I They're love cool. the, the Jazz Estate because the, the band is like half the room, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then everybody else is like feeling like they're right with, they're with you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a great place. You get to, to know play. each other pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anybody else? Who else is there? Uh, other projects going on here? Uh, Rob? Uh, Mr. Rob Haight on the alto sax. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I play a lot with um, the Chicago Jazz Orchestra um, and uh, um, also Marco Polo, as, okay. as I mentioned earlier. Um, and uh, also this group called Spare Parts, which is um, not jazz, really. Um, okay. But it's, uh, uh, they're going to summer camp. Um, which is a festival, pretty pretty big festival for for uh, like jam bands, and they play um, every Thursday in Chicago at Alive One, which is on Halstead, just south of Diversity. Cool. So. Cool. And I understand you don't have a website yet. Did you say that? Well, well, I, <laughs> I have a, a Facebook page. Oh, you have a Facebook. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. It's, but it's not, you don't have robhate.com yet. Uh, no, no, I guess I should get on that. Yeah, you get it on that. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, Marquise, do you ever write lyrics to your songs? Um, I have a friend that writes lyrics to my songs. Um, that's interesting you brought that up, because every time I write a melody, I, I imagine how it would sound on the human voice. So the majority of my songs, they do have lyrics to them. Um, his name is Milton Suggs. He's a great vocalist and uh, lyric writer in Chicago. Um, he's also going to be performing on April 15th at the Velvet Lounge, but um, he's a great lyricist, and he writes lyrics to all of my songs, yeah. Cool. Does he sing, too? He sings, yeah. Okay. He's a great vocalist. He has an album coming out, and I'm on that album, um, entitled Things to Come. It'll be out, I believe, in July. Okay. Cool. Great. And you're going to be back here with us on Mantos Live yeah. with the Will Delisfort Project. Yeah, I'll be here May 9th, I, I believe. that's right. May yeah. 9th, Tuesday, May 9th, with the Willem Delasfor Project. Don't want to miss that. It's going to be very yeah. good. He has all new music, so yeah, great time. Very yeah. cool. Did we miss Aaron? Aaron Darrell back Aaron. here on the bass. What, what do you have going on? Um, I actually just moved to Milwaukee from the uh, oh. D.C. area. So I'm, I'm currently just side-manning around uh, right now. And I'm, I'm writing a lot of music on my own, um, not with any particular people in mind, I guess, just kind of writing my own things, and hopefully yeah. when I can get my own spot, I can play them sometime. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like you've hooked up with some good people. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, that's thanks to uh, Devin Drobka, who I met um, up in Boston at Berkeley. That's where we met. So. Okay, that, that was another oh, right. thing I was going to ask, all these different connections, where, where different people met. Berkeley, uh, we've had a big NIU connection here in different mm -hmm. spots, yeah. different times. Mm -hmm. um, but other, other, other than that, just playing around? Yeah, we all kind of met around the Chicago scene. Um, 
like uh, Aaron said, um, they went to Berkeley. There's another great saxophonist, uh, Chris Weller. I played with him a lot, and I actually met Devin and Aaron through Chris. Um, um, I met Rob around just the Chicago scene, um, cool. and also Alejandro, just kind of floating around Chicago, kind of yeah. gravitate yeah. towards each other. Yeah, yeah. You and have so, a great poster, by the way. You do. That's right. Oh, thank yeah. you. You can see that on the website, probably, right? <laughs> yeah. He's a great player. Um, we were talking earlier, um, maybe it's a, it's a really big subject perhaps, but uh, the idea of everyone's coming from different backgrounds, you know, different, different ages roughly, uh, but also maybe different, different influences where you, where you came from. Um, and one of the things was d defining swing, like does it swing? And we were talking about how swing has become um, defined as a particular beat, like a swing beat, mm -hmm. as opposed to this sort of what? A, a feeling, a, a, um, I don't know, a way of approaching improv or a way of approaching a style? What do you guys think? What's the... <laughs> they're all, they're all, Everyone's slowly gathers towards the microphone, looking at each other. Don't look at me, I always thought that... Um, in order for it to be called jazz, it had to swing. And uh, it's kind of like an indicator or a barometer for uh, what, what a, a player has either committed to or found the discipline in grooving. Mm -hmm. Because uh, jazz traditionally obviously is a swing music and it's grown into its funk, R&B, we have hip hop nowadays, which all grooves. Yeah. But it all comes from that same place which is uh, you know, two and four, and you lay it back a little, or you push it a little, either way, yeah. however you define it, it still has to swing in order for it to have that dance and pop feel. Yeah. I'll buy that. <laughs> well, even when, though, I mean, you're talking about two and, uh, two and four, you know, making people dance, but when you guys are chopping up the groove and you know polyrhythms adding something on top an odd odd meter on top of an even meter it still makes you want to dance it just kind of makes you dance a little cockeyed but it's <laughs> well that's the subtlety of, of jazz i mean yeah. is that it's some of it's implied you know when you when you really get through the layers of practicing and investigating and assimilating and understanding what that groove is you don't want to be overly redundant mm -hmm. about it and say the same thing. You want to have it understood and have it be a common pulse. And of course, someone has to lay it out most of the time. That's the bass player. Yeah. But then everyone else wants to dance around that feel in their various ways. Yeah. But it's in the center still, that, that same beat that's swinging. And you can, you can feel it. Obviously, you know, if you, you guys know where it is, then other people can dance around it too and feel comfortable with that. How do you feel about... Um, um, maybe this is a, maybe also a really large question, I suppose. But like maybe where jazz is going in terms of um, you know it started out as this pop, basically pop music, people playing for people to dance, and everybody loved it. And now uh, you know broader definition, it's no longer really quote pop music. It's kind of gone underground, but there's still a huge following. People that love jazz. And you also, I, I like that you defined it as like hip hop. It's what uh, what's happening now that has this this groove, this swing, and that is, I guess, that is pop popular. Mm -hmm. So is that the future of jazz? Is it part of part of it? I think uh, just like any other art, um, especially jazz, um, it's always going to have a growing definition, and um, characterizing it in a few words is kind of a burdenous question yeah, to sure. begin with, uh, especially <laughs> now because it's. It's such a melting pot of um, diversity and, and culture. And, um, yeah, folk music has really taken on a lot of more than the one, four, five chord and yeah, really yeah. taken it's, on it's, the jazz it's not just, harmonies. Um, it's not just folk? other folk. influences. Yeah. 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 We deal with that a lot because we have being a lot of side songwriters on the show. Mm -hmm. and, and we and hear all them going, taking the, go into these chords and we're going, who have you been listening to, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's cool. Well, that's what it feels like, is just what element are you grabbing from and where you're grabbing, or grabbing it from and where you're taking it to. Mm -hmm. Right. But then what still makes it jazz, you know? I mean, if you grab that, that uh, placid feeling of a band like Low, you know, uh -huh. the folk band from Duluth, 
and you, you invite that into jazz, which kind of a few groups try to do in Chicago, does it still work? You know, yeah. it, 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 it's open to interpretation, I guess, at a certain point, but it really isn't. You know, the, yeah. the, the, we'll, we'll decide as listeners, you know, yeah. what, we, what we choose it to be. I think the what is jazz question is the question that has been asked since the beginning of time oh, yeah. and will probably be continuing. I think a good asked. question is, is why do we ask that question though? Yeah. Yeah. Why, do we, why do we feel what? the need to have like um, a very a little, simple answer for such yeah. a complex yeah, question? That's right. Right. Well, the question, so maybe that answers itself though then too. Uh, my, my, uh, I guess a concern I suppose as a jazz lover too is like, how, do we, how do we bring, uh, um, um, how do we keep the audience interested? In, in or how do we keep it fresh how and we keep, keep on fresh. growing? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a delicate balance um, trying to make uh, the history of jazz relevant to today. Um, that's mo mainly the challenge, I think, is still showing people what jazz was yeah. and both is now and kind okay. of blending that timeline. Yeah. You know? Okay, yeah. um, right. Because I always hear people say, oh, there's nothing new under the sun musically. Oh, that's never but, true. I don't think that's ever yeah, true. Yeah, because each person is always yeah. reinventing. Yeah, exactly. every moment there's a performance, there's something new. Well, yeah. I don't disagree, you know, with there's nothing new. I think that the, the point is, is to get beyond that, though, and it, learn to accept, you know. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of guys, especially up here, and myself, playing things that we've probably played before mm -hmm. or we've heard, and in a sense, we're imitating but how we accept it and how we direct it or how we um, execute it you know, for the audience, that's what makes it have that feel, that yeah. personalized feel, which I think ultimately really comes jazz. Yeah. It's, it's a vocabulary. It's a, it's a language. It's a language, but it's yeah. also uh, you know, much like a, a, a recitation of something. Yeah. You want to you be able to say something with that feel that's deep inside of you and you feel like you're saying it for the first time. Yeah. And if you keep telling yourself that, oh, everyone's already done this, and you're looking, you're yeah. going to be chasing a, for a corner in a circular room. That's just mm -hmm. sad. You know? Yeah, yeah it, it, becomes, know. it yeah. becomes a sad place. So you get yeah. beyond it and make something happen. I think you're right. I, I, I agree. I, you know, a lot of people, I mean, we've probably all been there. I certainly have, you know, or you almost feel like, or sometimes you hear, when you hear phenomenal music, it's just like, I hear you guys, I think I'm going to go home, and I think I may, I'm, I may decide to become a, a, um, a plumber or go back to school to become a doctor. No, neither one of those is going to happen. We had a plumber over this week, and <laughs> that's really high up on my way, list. You know. He's happy. He's, a, he's the happiest plumber I've ever met in my life. Honestly, that's nice. but that's the thing. It's like doing what you love to do. He really is enjoy. He's great at it. He loves doing it. You know, he's excited. Yeah. So we all have to do what we do. <laughs> I'm sorry. Little digression there. <laughs> we'll let you play a little bit. Bring it back yeah. home. Yeah, we're gonna hear uh, one more tune here. One more. Yeah. Marquis Hill on trumpet, band leader here, the Black Tet. Mm -hmm. Thank you Thank so you. much for being with us.
Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> wow. That's, it was an honor and uh, pleasure, joy. Listening to you guys, being able to hang out with you for a little bit and talk. Well, thanks for having us. Thank I you. I just want to jump up and down and clap <laughs> for about an hour. <laughs> Marquise Hill and the Black Tet. Marquise, trumpet player or uh, composer and arranger. Mr. Devin Drobka on drums. Aaron Darrell on bass. Rob Haight, alto sax. Alejandro Berzagaste on guitar. You are visiting a special Hanks tonight to, uh, well, we should also mention, go to MarquiseHill.com to find out more about where he's playing and I'm sure links to everybody major. Yeah. Um, special thanks to Mr. Andy LaValley from Bear Sound, our podcast producer and front house engineer. Uh, the Brink Lounge, WRT 89.9 FM here in Madison. Uh, Matos Live can be heard every Friday night at midnight in Madison, Wisconsin's listener-sponsored back porch community radio. WRT 89.9 FM. And WRT HD. You can catch our podcast at mantoslive.com or in the podcast directory of iTunes. Also, if you are in the Madison area, want to be part of this fun, creative, artistic weekly community event, Mantos Live is looking for volunteers to help with different aspects of the live show. And if you've already volunteered, we will be calling you. So watch out. Duck. You can call us at 608-834-2122, 608-834-2122, or email us through our website, madtoastlive.com. Thank you all for listening.